Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, um, welcome to Vetvet Podcast, new episode, DOD and VA Appeals. If it's your first time listening, then thanks for coming. Hopefully you guys like it. Yep. So uh, we are, today we're talking about appeal process. It's a multi-stage uh, uh, process that's available to you when you have already received one or more decisions on your claim but disagree with some aspects of uh, VA decision. And um, during uh, that process, uh, an appeal undergo undergoes additional dependent reviews, often multiple times and by different uh, adjudicators. As you or your representative submit new evidence or new argument. So nearly 74% of appeals are from uh, veterans who are already receiving VA disability compensation, but are seeking either a high level of compensation or payment from an uh, earlier effective date. And uh, VA has uh, modernized and updated its appeal process um, this year actually, or last year, through Veterans Appeals Improvement and Modernization Act. So we go and uh, touch a little bit on that uh, as well. So here we go. So the first uh, step um, is uh, how, what steps you have to do to prepare uh, to submit your appeal. Yeah. So make sure that you have all the appropriate document documentation that relates to your condition. Gather medical documents from both military, VA, and civilian providers. Also make sure to gather all other documents that in any way relate to your military disability case. This includes any and all correspondence between you and the various boards, boards or agencies regarding your case. So, for example, if you are applying to the board or correction of Navy records, they will need all records, correspondence from all lesser Navy boards, the physical evaluation board, the formal physical evaluation board. The higher rating authorities discussed below require that all lesser rating authorities have been properly passed through before appealing to them. They must see evidence of this or they won't consider your case. In addition to these records, if you can, get signed testimonies from witnesses about your condition and how it impacted your military career. The most powerful witness of this sort are commanding officers. Your commanding officer normally submits a statement at the start of the DOD disability process about how your condition affects your ability to do your job. If you have this, definitely include it. We've seen letters from commanders play an important role in rating authorities' decisions. Testimonies from other people like fellow service members and family members can also be submitted but are much less powerful. 
For DOD disability cases, you need to submit all pertinent documents before separation. If you have evidence from if you have evidence uh, from after separation, it can be submitted, but only if it sheds light on the condition at the time of separation. Most post-separation evidence will not be used at all. The DOD, the DOD only gives military disability ratings to service-connected conditions that make a service member unfit for duty at the time of separation. So any evidence that fails, so any evidence that falls after separation won't matter. Be very careful when submitting evidence from after separation. It, if it doesn't give important evidence about the condition at the time of separation, it'll probably just end up annoying them. More paper to sort through, and it's not fun, so try to make it as easy as possible as you can for them. For d VA disability cases, you need to submit all pertinent documents from before and after separation. The VA will give VA disability ratings to all service-connected conditions, sometimes even if they develop after you leave the military. And they will continue to update the ratings for these conditions if they've changed over time. Because of this, all evidence concerning your conditions, regardless of the date, should be submitted. Gathering the correct documentation is the most essential step when submitting appeals. If you do not have the proper evidence of a condition, then submit an appeal would just be a waste of time because they're just going to say we already looked at this stuff. Remember for a condition to be considered service connected there must be official evidence like medical records of the condition while you're in the military except for conditions caused by service connected conditions or conditions of the, uh, the VA presumptive list. If you do not have this evidence then your condition is not and will never be eligible for military disability. We've heard many stories of people who were injured while in the service but never went to the doctor. Now, 5, 10, 20 years later, they want, a, they want compensation for that injury. Unfortunately, you won't get anything if there's no definite evidence that the condition did indeed happen while you're in the military. And that's the law. If you don't have the documentation, then even the best lawyer wouldn't be able to get it. So keep in mind, when you're dealing with the pills, a lot of guys get mad and say, well, I'm just going to grab an attorney. And that's fine, you could totally do it, but if you have nothing else to argue, the greatest attorney in the world can't change what is. If there are definite medical reports about the condition, but one important aspect of the condition was not recorded, that aspect will not be considered when assigning a military disability rating. For example, let's say you have an elbow injury. The, the physician recorded that there is pain with motion, but nothing else. Now, after finding your condition on the site, you realize that you should have gotten a higher rating since you could have been, since you couldn't bend your elbow more than the 20 degrees. This wouldn't be a big problem for the VA since it will take any new evidence and adjust the rating accordingly. Unfortunately for the DOD, since this physician did not measure and record that specific limited motion measurement at the time that you left the military, it can't be rated. So when it comes to DOD, once you're out, you're out. Once they have a rating, that is what it is. With the VA, you have potential to increase. Once you have all the appropriate documentation, you are ready to submit your appeal. Never send the original copies of your records unless they are specifically asked for. These records are the basis of your entire disability case. And you can't afford the hassle of losing anything. Always keep copies of everything. 
and make sure you're reading why they are denying you. Don't just get mad and read that it was denied. Read at the why and try to attack the why and you'll have better odds. Yeah. Um, so the process itself by submitting DOD appeals has uh, two levels uh, within DOD itself. Yeah. So level one, after the first rating authority, the physical evaluation board makes a decision. You can appeal to have their decision reconsidered by the formal physical evaluation board or the FPEB. After the PEB makes a decision, you have to sign a form that states whether or not you agree with the decision. On this form, you can request for the FPEB to review your case. If you choose not to appeal at the time and instead agree with, with the PEB's decision but later realize you were wrong, then you missed out on your chance to appeal, but you can still submit an appeal to the DOD's level 2 rating authorities. If you did appeal to the FPEB but still do not agree with their decision, you can submit a rebuttal. If the rebuttal does not get the results you want, then you can appeal to the level 2 authority and see what happens there. So level 1A, only the Army and Navy Marines have appeal options at this level. For the Army, there are two steps at this level. The United States Army Physical Disability Agency reviews every IPEB or FPEB case in which the soldier disagrees with the decision and waives a formal hearing. If the USA PDA decides that the PEB misjudged the case, it will send it back to the PEB for reconsideration. The PEB and the USPDA then go back and forth until the USA PDA approves of the PEB's decision. So remember all those acronyms. <laughs> Once the USA PDA approves, the, sold, the soldier can submit a rebuttal if he still does not agree. If the USA PDA does not revise its decision, the case is sent on to the Army Physical Disabilities Appeal Board, the APDAB, and then reviews the case to determine one, if the soldier received a full and fair hearing, Two, if the proceedings were in line with the laws and regulations. And three, if the rating decision was, was supported by the evidence. If the soldier does not agree with the APDAB's decision, he can appeal to level two. For the Navy and Marines, once the FPBEB's decision is final, but before the service member is officially discharged, he can submit a petition or relief or a PFR to the director. Navy Council or personnel boards. And uh, let's see. So remember, this could only be done before discharge. If service member is separated without submitting a PFR, he simply skips this step and appeal appeals in level two. A PFR could only be submitted if one, there is new evidence that was not considered by the PEB, and two, there is proof that fraud, misconduct, or misrepresentation occurred during the PEB process, or three, definite mistake of the law during the PEB process. If the PFR is not granted, then the service member is officially discharged and he can appeal to the level two board. So for level two. If you qualify to have your case reviewed by the Physical Disability Board of Review, the PDBR, you may not want, you may not need to appeal to any other board. If you do not qualify or if you do not agree with the PD, 
BR's decision, you can move on to level two. This is the highest level of appeal with the DOD. Each branch of the military has their own board, boards to appeal at this level. Yeah, level two. Yeah, level two. For Air Force, you can apply to the Air Force Board of Corrections and Military Records by mailing DD Form 149 and VA Form 10-5345 to the address noted on DD Form 149. For the Navy and Marines, you could apply to the Board of Correction of Naval Records. Note that the Navy has three-year limit for applying. If you were separated for more than three years, they may not review your case. To apply, submit DD Form 149 to the address noted on the form. For the Coast Guard, you can apply to the Board of Correction Military Board of the Coast Guard by mailing DD Form 149 to the address noted on the form. And for the Army, there are actually three different groups you can apply to depend depending on the exact circumstance of your case. The Army Physical Disability Review Board, you can apply to the board if, one, you were separated from the military because of a medical disability within the past 15 years, and two, the PEB's rating decision did not entitle you to receive any compensation at all. Basically, you had to leave the military because of a medical condition, but the condition did not rate higher than zero, and so you have gotten nothing from the DOD for that condition. After applying, the board will not only review your case, but will also allow you to appear before them to argue your case with legal representation, if you want, and any witnesses you would like to testify. To apply, you must write a letter sta stating the following information. Your name, your rank, your name, your rank, your contact information, your social security number, and any and all reasons why you think you deserve a higher rating for your condition. If you found your condition on this site and know that you have proof in your medical records that your condition qualifies for a higher rating, this part should be easy to write. The yeah, on the VA website. Yeah. The contact info for any witnesses you'd like to testify, not necessarily you have to have the proper medical record evidence. Sometimes, however, other people like your commanding officer will be able to provide good and definite powerful testimony of how your condition affected your actual ability to do your job. It could be really helpful to have a good witness. So, um, um, the, bar, the board is... Um, a lot pickier about what application it will accept. They uh, will only accept your application for review if the original uh, rating decision was made uh, fraudulently. Uh, you did not receive a full and proper hearing for your case after you requested uh, one within the proper time limit. Or if you have a new evidence that you were unable to submit before the rating decision even though you tried to obtain it. So uh, to apply uh, same as Joe said, uh, full name, rank, social security number, contact information, any and uh, all the reason why you think you deserve a high rating for your condition. So, um, and you can uh, see uh, sample uh, uh, letters uh, to submit to the board uh, online, but uh, you might be better off uh, getting help from uh, VSO or attorney or somebody who did it before. Yeah, and VSO should be able to help you with these forms. So how do we submit VA appeals? So when it comes to the VA, there are two levels of appeals. You could submit the appeal to the VA if you disagree with any part of the rating decision, whether the rating 
the reason uh, your claim was denied or the effective date. You do not, however, submit an appeal if you would like the VA to update your rating to reflect your condition over time for like an increased valuation, that's separate. If it has been more than a year and you want to reopen a claim that was denied or if you want to apply for a secondary conditions, in this case you submit VA Form 21-526-EZ or um, 21-526 in general, but those are just regular claim, claims, those aren't appeals. So your first appeal should be sent to the Board of Veterans Appeals or the BVA. You cannot submit an appeal to this board unless you have already received your rating decision from the local VA. The first step in appealing to the BVA is to submit VA Form 21-0958, the Notice of Disagreement, or commonly called the NOD, to your regional VA office. This is the office that issued your rating decision. Full address and contact information for your regional VA office should be on your, v on your rating decision letter from the VA. You must submit your NOD within one year of receiving the rating decision. So whatever date is on that rating decision, you have a year from that date. Once you've submitted your notice of disagreement, a representative from the VA office will be in touch with you and will guide you through the rest of the process of appealing to the BVA. This includes submitting VA Form 9, which is an official appeal. If you have any new evidence that was not considered with your original claim, then you must submit it right at the beginning of the NOD, make sure to submit evidence right away or the appeals process will be delayed. November 2017, the VA launched RAMP, or Rapid Appeals Modernization Program, their new appeals process. Originally, it was by invitation only. Now, however, anyone with a pending level one appeal can opt into the RAMP program, as long as you have begun the appeals process by submitting your NOD. You can opt in at any time before the appeal has been activated for, for the BVA decision to find the status of your appeal. You can check eBenefits or vets.gov or call the VA at 1-800-827-1000. To opt in, fill out the forms in the RAMP opt-in letter. Make sure to include cover sheets and all supporting evidence to your claim. On the form, you must choose a review lane. Choosing the best review lane for your claim is essential to having it processed correctly, and there are two lanes. There's number one, the local higher review level. This lane is for cases that do not have any new evidence and are fairly straightforward. If the VA made an error in the evidence and the claim clearly proves this error, then this is the lane for you. The majority of appeals that do not have new evidence will be processed correctly in this lane. Number two, new evidence. This lane is for claims that have new evidence that wasn't submitted with the original claim. If the VA made a decision about your case but didn't have all the evidence and you'd like to submit additional evidence, then this is the lane for you. Only submit to this lane if you have new evidence regarding your conditions that the, ramp, that the VA has not seen yet. The RAMP program is optional at this point. If you want to keep your claim in the in line to be reviewed directly by the BVA, then you do not have to opt in. The RAMP program will be fully implemented in February 2019, at which time it will completely replace the level one of VA appeals. Instead, a third lane will allow veterans to choose to have their claims sent directly to the BVA. If you have received your RAMP decision or the BVA's decision and still disagree with it, you can move on to level two of the VA appeals.
Once you received your rating decision from the BVA, you can submit the appeal to the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims Appeal. Second level, level two. Yeah, yeah, so this is the second level. Appealing to this court is taking legal action against the Secretary of Veterans Affairs. This is the highest level of appeals within the VA. The Secretary has the power to make ex exceptions to the law in special cases, so after applying to this court, he may review your case and decide to make exceptions. If not, it will go to court. You cannot appeal to this level if there is any new evidence to be considered. If you have new evidence, then you need to go back to your local VA and submit for consideration. If you submit any new evidence here, your case will be thrown out. To appeal to the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims, submit a notice of appeal within 120 days of the BVA's decision. If it is after the 120-day period, it is too late to submit an appeal. This court charges a $50 filing fee that must be paid when submitting the notice of appeal. It can either be paid by check or money or to the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. If you honestly can't afford to pay the $50 fee, you can file a declaration of financial hardship instead. You can submit the notice of appeals to the clerk of, of the county by mail to the address noted on the form by, by fax. To, oh, what? Or, oh, by email. Yeah, or, or by email. Hmm. All yeah. that fun stuff. Yeah, but check uh, online for the current one. These directions are only for filing on your own. If you have legal representative, then there are additional things that must be done. Full details for your representative can be found on the court's website. Yeah, it's going to be more expensive than 50 bucks, but you have much more chances. Yeah. And once you have submitted your appeal, the court will contact you with further instructions. If you do not agree with the court once they make a decision on your case, you can file a motion. For <laughs> if you do not agree with the court once they make a decision on your case, you can file a motion for reconsideration within 21 days. So, um, another thing to consider, um, time-wise, uh, uh, talking about the math, uh, talking about increase in appeals over the last several years. Uh, so, historically, like 11, 12% of all the claims are appealed and those only about four or 5% are appealed to the board. So the number of growing appeals is a matter of uh, simple math. So in each of the last six years, um, they have processed over one million claims. And in the last four years, uh, so the records have uh, been uh, broken. So if you uh, complete uh, that many claims and 10, 12% are appealed, it means and uh, it means a larger volume volume of appeals, so larger wait time. Yep. And uh, so wait times. There are there are definitely several stories expressing frustration at how long it takes to get an answer to your appeal. Many appeals, the average time is probably within three years, from the VA's website in 2015. So that could have changed. For those appeals that reach the board, on average, the veterans are waiting at least five years for an appeal decision with thousands of veterans waiting much longer. Five years is longer than my enlistment. Unlike other appeal system in the government, you could add new evidence at any point in the VA appeal process. When this is done, VA has to effectively restart its review of the claim and issue a new decision. Even if you already have had a decision or two or more, 
this adds considerable time to an appeal. So you want to think about it. if a decision review officer has to look at the same appeal three or four times to consider new evidence and issue another decision, that is time he or she is not working on another appeal. On average, appeals that reach the board arrive there within with two additional decisions beyond the original decision being appealed. It's more, it's more for those that have been remanded. So, um, a you, lot of stuff, a lot, lots of weight. So talking about the new veterans appeals improvement and modernization act. Um, so a claimant files a claim, the VA regional office, um, uh, sends a letter to VCAA. So after that, the regional office mails notice of its decision. Claimant, uh, files a NOD notice of disagreement. So the claimant must file an NOD within uh, one year of mailing of rating decision. The claimant has the option to, of requesting a DRO review, but the claimant must request a DRO, DRO review within 60 days of the VA letter offering it. If the claim is denied, VA mails a statement of the case or an SOC. And keep in mind, if the VA grants the claim, then you have to go back to the beginning of this process. The claimant has 60 days to file the substantive appeal, VA Form 9, from the date of the SOC or a year from the date of the rating decision, whichever is later. Board of Appeals decision decides the case. Appeals to the CABC within 120 days, of course, if a claim is granted at any point, then it goes back to the beginning of the cycle and the appeals process starts all over again. Keep that in mind. Let's take a brief look at what uh, what stays the same and what is changing, then we could talk about how the process works. Yeah, compared to the first part, like what we talked about before and uh, right now is the Modernization Act. So what's gone? State of the case is gone. VA Form 9, gone. Reopen claims, not really. The need for new and material evidence, gone. DRO decision, gone. What is replacing these? Supplemental claims relevant evidence, higher level review, one NOD filed directly to the Board of Veterans Appeals, and the middleman is gone. And the language is different. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely going to be confusing when this all starts kicking off. In the current system, when a veteran is dissatisfied with the decision and wants to preserve the date of the claim, he has only one route to file the NOD. Forgot to file any necessary documentation, file an NOD, missing a piece of evidence, file the NOD. The VA made a mistake of law, file the NOD. With the Veterans Appeal, Appeals Improvement and Modernization Act, now when a veteran files a claim, the VA will issue a rating decision that must contain the following. What issues were decided? The summary of evidence considered by the VA, summary of applicable laws and regulations, identification of findings favorable to the claimant, explanation of why claim was denied, explanation of how to get evidence used in making a decision, and identification of criteria that must be satisfied to grant service connection or the higher, the next higher level of compensation. After this rating decision, you have one year to take action. You are to appeal for a higher, higher review at the regional office 
file new evidence or file an NOD to go to the Board of Veterans' Appeals. So again, for the higher level review, you have one year from the initial claim to seek this route. The lane allows you to, for a, this lane allows for a quality check on the original opinion while still at the VA regional office. Now you cannot submit additional evidence or request a hearing here. The review is a de novo, which is fancy Latin meaning review without giving weight to the prior decision. If the decision is favorable, your original claim date is preserved. If it is unfavorable, you have an option to file a supplemental claim or to file a notice of disagreement to appeal to the board. Supplemental so, claim. So for the supplemental claims, welcome to the new evidence lane. You have one year from the date of your decision to file additional evidence. Under the, under the new law, this is now referred to as a supplemental claim. In this lane, you may submit additional evidence that is new and relevant. Upon receipt of your new evidence, VA will attempt to make a decision within 125 days. Your effective date, the day from which the VA will pay your benefits, will be the day you filed the first claim. Once the adjudicator makes a decision, you must ask yourself, are you satisfied with the decision? At this point, you get to choose from three options again. One, as you've already done, you can submit additional evidence within a year and preserve the date of your claim. Two, you can request a higher level review. Or three, the board review lane. And so for the board review lane, this is where you file an NOD and your case moves from the regional office to the Board of Veterans Appeals. Here, there will be lanes to choose from. One, fully developed appeal, a claim that is ready for decision by the BVA and there is no further evidence to submit. Two, hearing request with the chance to submit additional evidence, or three, request to submit evidence but not hold a hearing. If the decision is favorable, your original claim date is preserved. If it is unfavorable, you have an option to file a supplemental claim within a year, or you can file an appeal to the Court of, to the court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. You only have 120 days to file this appeal though, so pay attention to the dates because they will not care if it's 121. File an appeal with the CAVC and win, and your original claim date is preserved. If you do not prevail, then you have a year to file a supplemental claim. Should you win after that, you still preserve your original claim date. Yeah. Yeah, it's very confusing when it comes to appeals. They try to make it easy, but it's very odd. But at the end of the day, look at why they denied you. Look at what evidence you need and you should do all right. Mm -hmm. But don't just get mad because you see denied. Look at the why. And um, be mindful when you file a notice of disagreement of uh, how much time it's going to take you. And uh, probably fix uh, those uh, things that uh, uh, we're not up to, you know, VA standards or probably finding new uh, evidence that, Maybe you forgot or maybe you just got more letters from doctors to support your claim. Treat it like you're going to court. Mm -hmm. You know, the more evidence you have, the better odds you got. Mm -hmm. And time-wise, it's, uh, it's long. Yeah, but time goes regardless, so That's true. do what you got to do and hopefully everything works out. 
Yeah, that's it, guys, for this podcast. So, do you have any book or great movie you want to suggest? Um, Into the Spider Verse, the little Spider-Man movie that came out, the cartoon thing, really, really cool. If you guys are into comic books, that's a pretty cool little movie. It's probably the best Spider-Man movie they've ever made. Go check it out. Yeah, and quote or words of wisdom of the day. If you can't get them to salute when they should salute and wear the clothes you tell them to wear, how are you going to get them to die for their country? Said by George Patton. Uh, that's it, folks. Thank you for listening. Until next time, over and out. Thank you.